0: We'll be in the book of Colossians again, where this is page 1169, if you're in the Pew Bible, page 1169, just at the beginning of chapter 3, Colossians chapter 3. I'm going to start reading in verse 1, chapter 3, verse 1, and I'm going to go down through the first 17 verses of chapter 3, so... Just before I read, if we could pray together. Dear Father in heaven, you are high and holy and wise and good and just. Lord, we want to ascribe to you glory that is due to you And as we come together today, Lord, our desire is to worship you in spirit and in truth, in step with your spirit and according to your truth, so that our worship would be acceptable in your sight. Father, I just pray that our thinking about you and our treasuring of you together over your word would be a sweet-smelling aroma to you. And then, Lord, as we gather around your table to partake of the bread and the wine, I pray that our worship would be pleasing to you. Lord, I just pray that you would shape us according to your word and that we would not be shaped by the whims of this world or social media or pop culture, but we would be shaped by your word so we just ask that you would come and have your way with our minds and our hearts and our lives this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. So Colossians chapter 3, beginning at verse 1, through, down through verse 17. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. On account of these, the wrath of God is coming. In these you too once walked when you were living in them, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another Lower this. I hate to block out the sun, but some people over here are having a hard time. <clears throat> Better. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, finally, we come to the section in collagens where... Paul is giving commands, okay? The first half, the first two chapters, really, he's been talking about the glory of Christ and the glory of what Christ has done for us and who we are in Christ. Um, He does say at the end of chapter two, don't let anyone take you captive or don't let anyone delude you with plausible arguments. But now he gets to a part where he's actually exhorting them positively. Um, And notice he doesn't just start off by saying, think about Jesus, He starts off by saying, if then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above. So he starts off by talking about their identity in Christ. Um, He's already mentioned um, in chapter 2 that when we come to Christ, there was a death that occurred. We died to sin. We died to the law. We died to this old world's system of religion. And this old world system of of thinking. And we have been raised up with Christ. Now, I think I said this last week, but when you become a Christian, when you come to Christ, an actual change occurs in you. You become a different being. Something really dies and something really comes to life. And I do not know how to connect these dots, but somehow, like Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but it's not I that live, but Christ lives in me. And what Paul was saying is a real, some sort of a real connection with Jesus, when I come to him by faith, happens so that when he died 2,000 years ago on Calvary's cross... Somehow I was there, dying with him to my old way of life, dying to the law, dying to sin, dying to this old world's principles. And when he rose from the grave on Easter Sunday, on that first day of the week, somehow, by virtue of me being joined to him by faith, I rose with him to a new, new way of life. Something really happened to change me when i came to christ you might be sitting here thinking this morning well then if my nature has been changed then uh, then uh, what's the what's the point why would paul command people who've been raised up with Christ to set their mind on the things of Christ, wouldn't that just happen naturally? And my answer to that is, sort of, yes. It does happen naturally in a sense because the Holy Spirit is within us desiring God. The Holy Spirit is within us desiring the things of Christ. If, you, if, if you're here today and you desire Christ, thank God. Thank God. But even though, yes, it should happen naturally, it's not automatic. Because even though we have been made complete in Christ and are, are, we have been justified in Christ and we are being sanctified, being made more like him and someday we'll be completed, we're not completed yet. So even though, in a sense, it is natural to think on these things, to set our minds on things, it's not automatic. It's not automatic because we're, we've been made new and yet we're not completely made new yet. And we still battle sinful impulses within us. The Apostle Paul, and different people would disagree with this, but I think it's his testimony in Romans 7 as a believer. He says, the very thing I want to do, I do not do. The thing I hate, I end up doing. Well, it's no longer I, but sin that dwells in me. Who will deliver me from this body of death? So Paul even felt a kind of schizophrenic struggle as a Christian. And I think he's talking about his bad days in Romans 7. But nevertheless, it's it's the battle. He called it in Timothy, it's a fight of faith. It's not automatic. Being a Christian is not you just, hey, I've been made new. I've been given a new nature. I've, I've got the Holy Spirit of God. It's like autopilot. No, it's not autopilot. We still battle and we still struggle because we are still not completely perfected yet. But... The day is coming. (laughs) Hallelujah. The day is coming. So, he says, if then you've been raised with Christ, you've been raised to this new way of life, his spirit is in you, seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things on the earth. For you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. I'm going to spend today on those first four verses. But one of the drawbacks of preaching is you, you, you only take you only take so much time to fit into a sermon certain verses, but. Look at the first part of verse 5. Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Sexual immorality, impurity, passion, so on and so forth. So whatever he's saying in the first four verses is designed to be fuel for putting to death the remaining sinful corruptions that are in us. Whatever he's conveying in these first four verses we, we died with Christ to our old way of life. We have been raised with Christ. So therefore, seek the things above and set our mind on things above. That is designed to fuel, putting to death, the remaining sinful corruptions that linger in the corners of our soul. Okay? I just think that's instructive. I think he's saying a lot in these, these first four verses. <clears throat> So, seek the things above. This is verse 1. What does it mean to seek? Well, it's certainly parallel, set your mind on, but to seek something means you're pursuing it. To seek the things above where Christ is seated at God's right hand. Notice, he, he includes the fact that Jesus didn't just rise from the dead, but he ascended into heaven to God's right hand. That's a place of honor. Jesus, when he ascended, he ascended to the place of of highest honor in the whole universe. And the book of Ephesians tells us we were seated with Him in those heavenly places. I don't understand how that works, but there's a real sense, a real sense in which Christians are seated with Christ in that place of honor in heaven. And so, let's seek, let's pursue, let's go after the things above where Christ is. What does that mean? When he says the things above, I think he's talking about heaven. Jesus is bodily in heaven right now. We say Jesus is with us today, right here, but when we say that, what we mean is not bodily, but by his spirit. He is with us. His spirit, he says, I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. He was talking about the giving of his spirit. But bodily, he is not here. But someday soon he is coming. He is coming. My wife wife, uh, was pointing out in the women's Bible study, by the way, I appreciate the women's Bible study uh, that started meditating on the the early chapters of Revelation. The the, uh, title, the Lord calls himself twice the one who is and who was and who is to come. And you know, it's a different verb, that last verb, the one who is and who was, it's the same verb, it's a verb to be, but the one who is to come is, he's coming, Er Erkamai. He's, he's on his way. It's a different verb. And, and so the Lord's identifying himself as the one who is soon to come. He's on his way. He's in the car. I just, obviously, he's not in a car. But what I mean, is I say that, I say that to, to just, wow, like, hey, I'm almost there. My wife called me from Camp Sealy yesterday. Are you on your way? I said, I'm almost there. Jesus is almost here and someday Soon, he's going to put his foot down bodily here and now in our world. And all the kingdoms of this world will become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ. But right now, he's in heaven at God's right hand. And so we are to pursue, to seek, to long for the things there where Jesus is. What does it mean to seek the things above? I I think of the Lord's Prayer where he taught us. Our Father who art in heaven, may your name be regarded as holy. May your kingdom come. May your kingdom of grace advance more and more. And may your kingdom of glory soon invade this realm. May your will be done on earth even as as it is done in heaven. How is Jesus' will done in heaven? The angels love to do his will. The, the, you know, the book of Job tells us that the lightning bolts report to him. The winter storms report to him. And they all gladly, quickly, without delay, do his will. We used to say to our kids, obey without delay. Slow obedience is disobedience. You know, uh, it's funny... It's funny how those things come back to you later in life. And the Lord is saying, Drew, slow obedience is disobedience. But we pray, your kingdom come, your will be done, even as it is done in heaven. How are things done above? Immediately, quickly. What does it mean to pursue the things above, to seek the things above? I think it means to seek and pursue heavenly treasure, not earthly treasure, Jesus said, lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven where moth and rust does not corrupt and thieves don't break in and steal. For wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So think about not your investments in the stock market. I'm not saying it's a sin to have stocks. I'm saying it's a sin when that's where Your mind goes, and that's where you live, and that's where your hopes are, and your dreams are, and your ambitions are, and your goals are, and your longings are, and they're not on kingdom things. Things above, like, Lord, what's the agenda look like from the throne room this morning? What's on your agenda? Heavenly treasures, heavenly desires. Jesus, what do you desire about my neighborhood, my community in which I live? What is your desire? What's front burner to you about Cement City Highway and where I live? What's front burner on your mind about these people, how I relate to them? What is your desire about my workplace? What are your goals, Jesus? What are your goals for 2024? What are your great concerns? What are your values? What are your priorities? Pursue these things. I'm preaching to myself here, right? I am preaching to myself because I struggle too. But the Bible says, if we've been raised with Christ, then pursue these things. Go after them. Build your week around pursuing the things that would honor and magnify the supreme excellence of Jesus Christ. You know, my my wife and I usually sit down on a Sunday night and say, well, what's the week look like ahead? We used to do our family meeting with our boys on Sunday night. What's the week look like ahead? When we sit down and plan your week, do you think? Hey, how can I just pay the bills? How can I survive this week? Or, or do you think, hey, what would Jesus like to accomplish through us on this week? Late February, warming trend in Michigan. Maybe, maybe we can conspire with our commander-in-chief and do something this week out of the ordinary that would be on his agenda. I think that's what it means to seek the things above. It, I think it at least means that. And then he goes on to say, set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. This is verse 2. Set your mind. Well, what does that mean? He, he's, both of these, by the way, are in the present imperative indicative uh, Excuse me, present, active, imperative. Keep pursuing the things above. Keep setting your minds on things above, not on earthly things. What does that not mean? Well, I don't think it means some sort of monastic withdrawing from society. I don't think it means that you can never think about paying bills or going to work or taking out the trash. I don't think he means that. Obviously, we have to think of those things, right? And the Bible clearly talks about that. The Lord knows we need all these things, but he says, first of all, seek my kingdom and my righteousness. I'll take care of these other things. So we have to think about work. We have to think about paying bills to some degree, but it's not where our mind comes back to rest or default to. Um, I have a compass. I think it's in the side pocket of my Volkswagen in case the car breaks down. (laughs) Uh, or in case the GPS stops working, you know what a, you know what a compass is. The, the, the needle points to magnetic north. And, uh, you know, you can spin it around. You can, it's on a lanyard. I can spin it around and around and hold it in my hand, and that needle will default to north. Well, I think that concept, when, G, when he says set your mind on things above, I think what he means is it's not that you don't use your mind to think about Monday through Friday stuff going to work, paying bills, but your mind defaults to Christ and the things above and His agenda and His kingdom. Like a compass needle goes back to north, our minds are prone to go back to Jesus and make them prone to do that. Set your minds. It's an active command. Keep setting your mind on things above. I remember years ago hearing a preacher say, you know what's amazing? We, have, we, don't, we don't control very much, but we have the ability to control what we think about. We can set our minds on one thing and not another. <clears throat> now, you, you know what I've found in my life? If I'm always thinking about trying not to sin, trying not to do the same things over and over again, and I'm always thinking about that, sooner or later I'm going to sin. It's like standing in a corner and saying, stare at the wall until you stop thinking about the number 13. Well, you'll be there forever. Because as soon as you start thinking, hey, what am I in the corner for? Oh, you'll be thinking about it. Well, what our minds need is to to not think on the things in the earth, but we need something to replace it. We need, to, we need something active to latch on to. And that's what he's given us. He says, keep setting your minds on things above. Think about Christ and his kingdom and his advance. Think about it. Read books about it. Read books about Christ. Read books about the Bible. Read books about what he's doing in the world. You might have to get on an app, because you won't find this on the news. You might have to get on Mission Network News or a global Christian uh, outreach and find out what Jesus is doing around the world in the persecuted parts of his church. He's doing amazing, wonderful things. People are dying, but people are coming to Christ. Our minds... Our minds beat trails to certain things, don't they? We, we tend to, our minds tend to go certain directions habitually. I walk the dog every morning and on our road there's, there's, there's places where deer frequently go. And it's like a beaten trail. And almost every time Lila will stop and sniff and sniff and want to go up that trail. And I say, we're not going that way. Come on. Well, just like the deer make trails, our minds tend to make trails to certain things that we like. What the Apostle Paul is saying is, let that be Christ and his kingdom. Think about it. Set your mind on things above where Christ is. From the situation room in heaven, what do you think is on the table in front of Jesus and his Father and the Spirit? What What are their desires? What is God's desire for this world? Well, Jesus told, in case we, 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 get, we make a mistake about it, he made it very clear. He's here, we're here, and all things are here to make much of him, to show how great he is. And our role is to show how great he is so that we can encourage others to find him as their great treasure, their all-satisfying treasure. So when it says set your mind not on the things above, not on earthly things, that means it's okay to think about going to work and paying bills, but don't let the resting place of your mind, the default mode of your mind, be on those things. Let it be on Christ and his concerns. <clears throat> I remember a few years ago, my son-in-law out in the Seattle area bought a new grill, a gas grill. and he's, I think it was Memorial Day weekend, sets it right in the front yard. You know, and they, they have a privacy fence around the back of their property, and they have a nice little spot back there. They could have put it back there and been real private, but he puts it in the front yard and buys a whole bunch of hot dogs and hamburgers, and people are coming. It's Memorial Day weekend, for crying out loud. People are walking all around there. And he goes, hey, come on over for a hot dog or a hamburger, and just to try to make connections with people in his neighborhood. That's a great idea. He's wanting to do that so for the sake of the gospel. He can make relationships and share Christ with people. I'm sure that the Lord will give us some cool ideas if we will set our minds on things above and what His interests are. He already has given us cool ideas, but I'm sure He'll give us more. But we must be obedient as raised up followers of Jesus, to set our minds on things above, not, and then he goes on to, to contrast, not on the things on the earth. And look at verse three. Four, you have died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. What does that mean? I don't know everything it means, but I, I think it means that the believer realizes he or she is not their own, but they've been bought with a price, a very high price, the blood of Jesus Christ. And so therefore, they realize, since I am not my own, I don't belong to myself anymore. By the way, this is in, I uh, um, can't think of the book, but it's in the Bible. Uh, we are not our own. We, we have been bought with a price, and we belong to him. Therefore, we are to glorify God with our bodies and our souls, which are God's. If you're a Christian, you belong to Jesus. You're his property. He owns you. And when you came to him, you said, see ya, to your old way of life. You abandoned it. You turned your back on it. You forsook it. And you said, Jesus, I'll take whatever you give me. I'm with you. I am your man. I am your woman. That's what it means to be a Christian. So, what does it mean that our lives are hidden with Christ in God? I think it at least means that we belong entirely to Jesus and our entire life is now swallowed up in Christ. We don't set our own course. We don't blaze our own trail. We are utterly given to Jesus Christ. Sometimes i got to come to church to remind myself or read my Bible to remind myself, what, who am I? I am one who, am, who has utterly given over To Jesus Christ his values his agenda rule every aspect of our lives we don't make plans without asking him to lead and direct and we don't even assume that we ourselves are going to be able to live another day apart from his gracious will perhaps Paul said it best in Philippians when he said Philippians 1 20 and 21 it is my eager expectation and hope that I will not at all be ashamed, but that with full courage now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether it's by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. I think that says it for a Christian. Not, not just not like Paul. Like, Paul's not like some sort of super Christian when he says this. I think what he's saying is this is the life of every Christian. If you're a Christian, for you, life is Jesus Christ. If Jesus says, turn off that Super Bowl and go help your neighbor, you do it. If Jesus says, no, no, don't invest in that stock, give it away. You do it. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Look at what he says in verse 4. Because he knows we need encouragement. When Christ who is your life appears, that means when he comes again the second time, when he appears, he's the one who is our life. There's a sense in which Christians now the Apostle Paul said, if we have hope of Christ only in this world, we are of all people most to be pitied. <clears throat> I wonder, I wonder if, if Paul could say that over American Christianity. Or, or have we gotten so comfortable with the world that the, the values of the world are pretty much our values? The goals and the ambitions of the world are lines up pretty much with ours, when we, when, we, when we came to Christ, we said goodbye to the American dream. We exchanged it for Christ's dream. I don't know if you're sitting here today thinking, oh yeah, I hope you are. Money's not evil. Having a new car is not evil. But our hearts, it's what our hearts are prone to do with the blessings and the comforts of God. We want to give our hearts to Christ. We want to give our minds, our pocketbooks, our lives, our Monday through Saturday, including our Sundays. But then he says, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. But it's going to be good. It's going to include seeing him as he really is, as he really is, and we'll be made like him. We'll be be finished, we'll be completed when we see him as he is. And we'll see his love for us beyond any doubt. And we'll see our standing with him beyond any doubt. And we will appear with him in glory. I want to say to my brothers and sisters in Nigeria who keep losing loved ones to the Fulani. Brothers and sisters, hold on. Or having your children kidnapped. hold on, hold on, soon Jesus is coming and when he comes, you're going to appear with him in glory and he will vindicate you and he will make up to you every loss. I don't know what it's going to be, everything it's going to be to appear with him in glory, but it's going to include... Being rewarded and vindicated and refreshed and completed, and it will include ruling with Jesus Christ in the new heavens and the new earth forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So, in closing, where does your mind go? What are the trails that your mind has beaten? If you belong to Jesus and you've been given His Spirit and a whole new way of life, keep on seeking and pursuing the things of Christ, the things above, the heavenly agenda, the heavenly goals. Keep on setting your mind on the things of King Jesus and his heavenly kingdom. Strategize. You got you to take out the trash, but when you get back from taking out the trash or you get home from work, sit down and start thinking, what can we do for the kingdom? Let let the default mode of your mind go back to Jesus and his agenda. He owns you. You are not your own. You were bought with a high price. So spend your life to glorify, magnify, and amplify the all-surpassing excellence of Jesus Christ as rescuer and ruler. So this is a call. This is a call this morning to discipline our minds. God wants us to, the first and greatest commandment that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. He wants us to love him with our minds. He wants us to set our minds on things above, not on things on the earth. So I'm asking you this: to, to join me Let's train our minds to dwell on Christ and his agenda. If you don't don't know where to start, read the Bible. I read today, I think it's Psalms 86. Glorious things of you are spoken, Zion, city of God. um, John Newton wrote a hymn about that. But the last verse in that psalm says, All the dancers and all the singers say, All my springs are in you. (laughs) What? What is that? I I think what he's saying is, All the singers and dancers saying, My joy comes from Zion, knowing that God loves a people for his own honor and glory. And they are loved dearly. All my springs of joy and hope and confidence are found in that. In a few moments, we're going to share in the Lord's table. Let's go to him in prayer right now. Precious Lord, thank you so much. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that you did not spare your own son, but you delivered him up for us all, and he died on that cross for my sins and for the sins of everyone who would have him, for everyone who will abandon themselves to Jesus, turn over the steering wheel of their life to King Jesus. Lord, I thank you for that All satisfying sacrifice, that once for all sacrifice. Lord, I just pray that you would help us, since we have died with you and we've been raised to new life with you, that you would help us to set our affections and our minds on the things above where you are, seated at the right hand of God, that we would fix our gaze to advancing your agenda until you come again soon. Lord, please own us, control us, help us to submit ourselves to you. If there's any here today, Lord, who've never relinquished their lives and trusted themselves to you entirely as their Savior and Lord, as their rescuer and their ruler, I just pray that today would be the day Do miracles among us, Lord, for the glory of Jesus, I pray. Amen.